So, Dom, um, I want to go into this tavern, but I want to make sure I've got all my weapons drawn, everything out, arm, fully armoured up, fully armed, everything ready. Okay, okay. You can, you can do that. It's a bit, bit of a strange sight for, for the locals. They're seeing this very well-armed man bursting into their tavern. Mm. Uh, but you do so. You walk into the tavern, sword in hand, and you approach the bar and you, you order a drink. Uh, the bartender says, sure, I can get you a drink, but... Um, why Why have you got so many weapons out? Because of mimics. And uh, as you say this, the bartender chuckles to himself, he laughs. <laughs> Your companions laugh. Yeah. The table laughs. Roll initiative. Previously on Tales from the Twenty Side. A half-elf champion called Alwyn Templeton. A strong-blooded dwarf called Otto. Abusto Ramirez. He is a retired civil servant and he's also a hedge. And we start in the Dragon's Fangs Tavern. Natural one! <laughs> This is fun. Now, all the things I can think of to do see, would seem rather an overreaction. <laughs> I, Bale and the Beardless, seek party members to venture with me into the Starsong Tower and find out what has happened to our guard. This sounds really dangerous. We will take your quest. In the water, coming out of from the tower, there seems to be a strange black ichor. Uh, as you progress down this tunnel, you start to hear... <laughs> A squeaky door is laughing at us. Yes. <laughs> Dirty grey fur, long tail, uh, quite sharp and teeth at the front. The thing that catches your eye the most is that where the eyes should be, there is just a faint glowing violet light. I would like you all to roll initiative. Adventurers, welcome back to Tales from the Twenty Side. But yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad one of you's played it. All of you equivalent of being left hanging. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, welcome back to Tales from the Twenty Side, uh, Pathfinder Two uh, Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom. I'm your GM, and I'm joined once again by our cast: uh, Stu Jackson, Neil Kelly, and our special guest. Dan Thompson. Yay! Yay. Good fun. So, uh, picking up from where we left off last time, obviously Alwyn's in the front right here. Yeah! How, how is he feeling at the moment? Uh, a little hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Not very responsive. He rolled terrible on his initiative. Uh, so, yeah, probably been a bit shocked. Probably just taken aback, uh, I think. And uh, wondering what the hell's going on. Um, can I ask a quick mechanical question before we actually get into this? Um, two things I want to ask about, because this might be very pertinent. Um, experience points, first of all. Yes, so the way uh, I'm working this, this campaign, uh, I'm going by story-based levelling. Uh, when you hit appropriate milestones in the story, uh, when I deem it appropriate, you will level up. Uh, mostly because it's much less of a headache for me to do it that way. Yeah, right. Definitely. And the other thing I wanted to ask about is because um, this might come really person very quickly. Hero points. Yes. So in Pathfinder Two, there is a new mechanic called hero points, um, which allow your character basically a chance to to, to change their fate, uh, as it were. Uh, your character starts the game with one hero point, and the game master or GM can award hero points. Uh, for things they deem worthy of hero points, such as cool role-playing, uh, interesting decisions, fun plans that don't quite work out, maybe, uh, and, uh, and other reasons as well. Uh, the way we're, we're going to be doing it in this campaign, at the start of each game, uh, you guys will get one hero point, and uh, I will award others for cool stuff. 
So do some cool stuff, people. Get and how does that work mechanically within the game then? So, so you say about changing our fate. In terms of the hero points themselves, the way they work is when you roll a d20, if you're not happy with that roll, uh, be it an attack roll, a saving throw, an ability check, anything like that, you can spend one hero point to re-roll that d20. The other way you can use hero points is if you've been in a fight and you've been knocked down and you're about to die, you can use all your remaining hero points uh, to, to spring back to your feet and snatch yourself from the jaws of death. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And, and am I right in thinking that as well as being able to re-roll any rolls we've made, we can also use it to force you to re-roll as well? That's not in the rule book, Stu. Is it not? <laughs> no. You must have been listening to some crazy podcast. I mean, <laughs> so all, all podcast my knowledge original. of the <laughs> Pathfinder rules comes from the Danger Club podcast. Oh, no, yeah. Get, get on the Danger Club podcast Discord if you want to hear our listeners correcting us on how hero points uh, work. Yeah, <laughs> right. <'Cause, clears throat> well, that's good to know. <laughs> no, this is the kind of... It's because I don't like the saving you from dying ones. I find that... I'm like, ah. Oh. But that's given something else. But well, you liked your to die. Yeah, I, I like some jeopardy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I waited 80 plus episodes to give uh, any of our players any hero points. So, <laughs> so count yourself this lucky. Is very kind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there, there is one last question we have before we get going. Uh, what did Otto do with all the gift wrap that he took off the crossbow? I threw it in the water. Like the ocean destroying maniac that you've got. Yes, yes. <laughs> Eco terrorism. Yes. <laughs> I was in a hurry. Uh, anyway, uh, bringing us back into uh, this encounter here. Uh, the first thing to happen, um, Alwyn, is you see that these the, the, these creatures, and you can see now that they are creatures. Um, one of them uh, comes lunging straight for your face. He wants to have a little nommy nom on, on your half-elf uh, nose, as it were. Uh, so he's rolling 18. And that's exactly what he needed Ooh. to hit me. So his bonuses. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> you're great. Man. If, they, if there's 10 bonuses... Um, it's uh, it's it's it, it's only got a plus seven on its second attack. That's, that's three points uh, away from a crit, though. So it's 20, 25 uh, on on the armor class there. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a hit. Eighteen AC. So. Okay, uh, so you take two points of piercing damage, Ooh. and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Please. Okay. Um, so for the Constitution saving throw. Uh, fortitude. Sorry. So I've been playing a lot of fighting last couple weeks. Okay. <laughs> so fortitude saving throw. Uh, this where I look at my fortitude score, roll the d20 and add it. Is that right? That's correct. If you want to break it down fully, you roll a d20. You add your Constitution modifier and you add your proficiency bonus. Well, I've rolled uh, four, <laughs> so but I have a fortitude of eight, so that's twelve. Okay, continue. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's that same, uh, and you, you can see now this is quite a big rat, um, is what it is. Uh, so, some might say a giant rat. You're a dirty rat. Uh, it's, it's going to take another bite at you. Oh my uh, so in Pathfinder 2, uh, we have what's known as the multiple attack penalty. Uh, which is where, uh, essentially, it's the law of the diminishing returns. The, the more times you try to attack something within your turn, the less accurate you end up being. Uh, so normally, uh, on your second attack on the turn, you take a minus five penalty on that attack. Uh, in this particular case, uh, this attack is agile, which means that penalty is reduced to minus four. So it's going to take a little another bite. And this time, uh, you see it coming, and you just manage to ward it off with... Uh, with the PCR, gets nowhere near you. And for his third action, yeah, he doesn't know better. He's going to take another, take another bite. This time, would normally be with a minus ten because it's agile. It's minus eight. Uh, does ten hit your armor class? Ten? No. Does not. No. Again, second time. You see it lunging in for a third time, and, and you just pile it off to one side. Okay, uh, so from behind the party, uh, you 
hear a yelp from Balin as uh, one of these beastly sinks is fanged into him. Why is it the back? <laughs> 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 Why did we not set it up the front if another bonus? Natural 20 on the second hit. Hey! <laughs> Either way, yeah, but there's a, there's a flurry of um, activity from behind you, you hear. You hear, you hear teeth sinking into flesh at the time. Balin has been bitten. Uh, Couple times there, and now he's dead. <laughs> okay, and third one of these species slips past Balin and comes directly for you. Oscar. Oh shit! <laughs> right, it's going to take a little bite at you. That sorcerer is uh, famously oh, yeah. you know, hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a twenty to hit. What do I? What do I take? Uh, your arm class. I'll pass, um, 14. Okay, uh, so you take two points of piercing damage. Ha! Yeah. So if you write 15 in that box there, because okay. it's, it's your 17 minus two. Okay. And I would also like you to make a constitution saving throw, a fortitude saving throw for me, please. <laughs> I will throw a... D20 and then add that one right there. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Thank you. Uh, okay, so that's the end of the rat's turn. We are around to Arbusto. Damn, these rats are quick. All right, so uh, I, I've got one next to me then. If uh, if it's attacking. Um, yeah, if you guys if you guys are quite bunched up close, yeah. then it'll be it'll be next to you. Cool. Okay. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is an interact action and I'm going to grab the gift wrap um, that was thrown into the water. I'm going to snatch it up out of the water before this litter can throw up fly away into our oceans. <laughs> and I'm just going to get him a sidelong glare at Elto. Um, well, I kind of asked for that. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of nod at the rats as if to say, karma. Um, then I'm going to flash my rapier at the rat uh, and I'm going to attempt a feint uh, at it. Okay. So I will make a deception check against the rat uh, to try, I think it's against its will, DC. Okay. To see if I can faint against it. Um, so that is, it's not a great roll. That's a 15. Just enough. He's just you gather you gather that this uh, these beasts aren't that intelligent. Nice. Uh, so with a quick flick of your hand, you manage to send it a long way, and then plunge in. Nice. Yes. So it is now flat-footed against my next attack, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to bring out I'm going to bring out the uh, the die from. Uh, from Bad Moon Cafe, one that has killed players on the Danger Club podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all Bad Moon ago. Never rolls under double digits. That's a three. For a, it's an eight. That's yeah, you've uh, you've managed to sell your fate so well. Uh, <laughs> I believed it. You, you're, you're a bit off balance yourself. <laughs> you you just step step just just a bit to the wrong side. You miss with that with a stack. Fair. Uh, <laughs> that, that is my that is my three actions. Okay. We <laughs> cleared up some litter and confused the rat. <laughs> <laughs> I know a certain person that'll be quite pleased to hear. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that brings us around to Otto. What would you like to do on your turn? I think I'll set him on fire. I can do a. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely provoked here. I've got some. Nico terrorist and an arse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that you could just say things like this. Is why this is my favourite game. Yeah. You could just come out with something like that. Well, he, the bastard bit me. I'm gonna set him on fire. So I will produce flame. Okay. So produce flame is a, a cantrip that uses that costs two actions to cast, I believe. Okay. Which should also provide some light. Better see what we're getting on with. Be good. So I believe the three of you actually have dark vision. Uh, I've got low light, not dark. Fungus leshies. So will I, will I just dazzle you by lighting a fire? <laughs> no, that'll let me. I mean, I'm probably nervous. I made a foliage, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you shouldn't have glared into <laughs> 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 
Uh, yep, so two actions to cast a spell. Uh, a small ball of flame appears in the palm of your hand and you lash out with it, either in melee or in range. Would you like to burn the rat that just bit you, or do you want to throw it at something else? I'll burn the rat that just bit me. Lovely. Get my priorities right. Uh, if I can get you to give me a spell attack roll, please. So roll a d20 and add your spell attack bonus. Which you haven't worked out yet. Just haven't worked out. Uh, so provision, what's, uh, which, um, is it wisdom charisma, isn't it? Uh, yes, so Otto, Otto is a sorcerer, right, so his key is, a, is charisma. Uh, so charisma bonus is plus three, so that goes in there. Uh, proficiency, you're trained, so that's another three. So six is your spell attack bonus. Right. Oh, it's good. 25. That is a critical hit. Yes! So, the way, uh, what a critical hit is, a critical hit is a, a particularly vicious strike on an enemy, or, or by a character, as the case may be. Uh, a critical hit deals double damage. It's one of the few ways to get double damage uh, from, from a spell is to do it with a critical on that. Um, so, uh, your damage for that spell is 1d4, uh, which is a little pyramid one. Okay. If you roll one of those. Four. Number at the top. Max damage. Four. Four. So four plus your uh, charisma modifier. Which is three. Which is three. Seven. Seven. You've dealt 14 points of damage to that one. One strike. But you're glad you brought me with me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know, because if there's splash damage... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, uh, that rat is immolated. There was nothing left of it. It just burst into flame. I th- you start to get the impression that maybe this this icker in the uh, in the water slightly flammable because this this rat is gone. There's nothing left there. As you reach out and you just torch it. Right. Uh, as a point of note, that would have allowed you to draw a critical hit card from the critical hit deck, but uh, there's no point because it is dead. It's gone. Right. Very very dead. That is one rat down. You have one action remaining. What would you like to do? Um. Can I shoot a crossbow bolt at the um, at the one that attacked? Uh, oh, the, the one that attacked you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you can. I'll, I'll always do that. Uh, so you wheel around with your crossbow, and you take a shot at the rat at the front of the party. Roll yep. a d20. Uh, two. Ooh. Yeah, not much. Plus your dexterity modifier. Dexterity modifier one. So three. three. Yeah, you, you wheel around, a bit, bit giddy from, from, from the fireworks display you've just done, and you shoot the crossbow bolt off into, into the void. So now I'm down to 19 bolts, I guess. Yes. Out of interest, are you trained in...? Uh, yes, he would be, because he is trained in simple weapons. Right, that would be another three, just for, for record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for, for but it's still info. Does, does stop it being a critical miss. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, next to me. That would have been bad. <laughs> there we go. Okay, uh, so uh, that's the end of Otto's turn. We are around to Alwyn. Oh, finally. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, going to be very obvious. I'm going to stick the one in front of me with the rapier. Okay, roll, roll your attack. 11. Okay, 11... You, you, you kind of go towards it, but it, it dodges to one side and clamps the rapier in its teeth. No damage. Okay, uh, I'm going to change deep 20s because that one's pissing me off now. Um, I'm going to make a second attack. So this is. Okay, again uh, with the rapier. Again with the rapier. So the rapier is an agile weapon, so your multiple attack penalty is minus four. Minus Okay, oh dear, that's uh, seven. No. Yeah, again, you can't quite find your way to hit this thing. And there's a lot of dice going into dice jail at the moment. Um, yeah, last one. It's not much else I can do. I'll go for a third attack. So this is a minus eight. It is. Oh, no, six. Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> You're just kind of poking at it blindly. <laughs> the, hang- the hangover is just hitting. Owen's all all head is splitting. <laughs> so bug and gone. <laughs> Uh, that's the end of his turn. We are round to Balin. Uh, so from behind, behind you, uh, you see him wheel around with this massive staff that you, you've seen him carrying beforehand. Uh, 
there's a flurry of, of, of hits against uh, this rat. Um, gets a good hit on it, but then the rest uh, just kind of clank off the walls. Uh, the, the rat he's fighting does look quite hurt though, he's lost a few of his teeth. Solid mm. whack, whack from the staff. Uh, that's the end of his turn, we are back around to them. So, uh, once again, the one that's in front of you, Alwyn, um, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to dart past you. Oh. And it's going to make a bite for... Um, come on. Was the nimble dodge. So, uh, you, you, you shouldn't need it, it's an 11 to hit. An 11? No, I am. I'm all right. I declared it though, so anyway, okay. that's it used. Okay, so Nimble Dodge increase is a rogue ability that increases your AC by two that's right. against the attack. Yeah, but you have to declare it when the attack is made rather than waiting until the... You can't wait until you find out what the dice roll is. Uh, so. I've been doing that wrong, man. Uh, I, I believe so. I might be wrong, but I, I think... I, I will double check that while we're finding out how the others go, but yes. Okay. And we have it on good authority because the, day, the way the data oh, yeah. are placed, the rules are always correct. <laughs> as we've discovered. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's <laughs> uh, go for a bite. Thank you. Uh, no. bite. Also no. That's awful. I, I, rolled, I rolled two threes and a two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the Alwyn of the rat world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the one in the middle is dead, the one at the back is going to slip past Balin and it's going to go for you again also. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ten doesn't hit your arm class, does it? Oh, it's my arm class. Um, Fourteen. Yeah, yeah no. So, uh, second attack. That's better. Uh, Twenty. Okay. Yeah, my arm class is fourteen. So. Okay. Uh, so you take another two points of piercing damage, ha! and I need another constant. Uh, Where does it save? Hit points. Oh yeah, it's thirteen now. And make your fortitude save. My fortitude save. So roll your d twenty, and your fortitude bonus. Fortitude bonus. Sorry. Okay. 14. That's mm. just what you need. Yes, it is. Yay! Here we go. Uh, so that's uh, that's the end of their turn. We're around to Abusto. Okay. Right. Let's go for this. Uh, let's go for the faint this time. Okay. Try and make some use of it. Roll me d20. So that's better. That's a 20. That's a 20 on the um, 20 on the deception. Yeah. Again, uh, sort of going back the other way this time. You 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 faint this rat and it almost dives into the wall as you can do so. If it's ever a critical success, then it becomes flat-footed to everyone. Okay. Um, so it's worth knowing. So uh, he's flat-footed for the rest of the turn, but just to me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead then and rapier attack. It's another three. <laughs> there we go. Guys. Ah, guys. Go for it. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I'll go for it with the dagger in that case. Uh, in my other hand. Oh no, I don't. I've got the. I have wrapping paper in my other hand, so <laughs> yeah. I'll stick with the rapier. <laughs> you enjoy oh. the water. <laughs> <laughs> I give in. I move my go. Environmentalism is hard. Uh, so that means I've got minus five on this. So cancels out my bonus, and that's a four. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have we cursed the uh, the bad moon dice? Bad moon, <laughs> bad moon is gone. Oh. <laughs> the danger club will live forever now. <laughs> Taking away my greatest weapon. <laughs> so there you go. He he remains confused, but I'm not. Okay, uh, we're around to Otto. Otto. So where this one has, has dived past me, is he still sort of next to me? Yeah. Just behind me Yeah, now? it's kind of, kind of squeezed past you so we can get to uh, so Right, so I'll obviously turn and... Um, am I flanking it? Uh, well, can I take yeah, a move you to can, you can. get myself so, flanking it? Uh, the turret itself is only about five feet wide, so yeah, you can take a move towards the direction you were going to gain flanking on it. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Um, 
Now flanking, if I'm right, means I gain plus two? Minus two to their AC. Oh, minus two to their AC, okay. Also means that they are flat-footed for the purposes of anyone who relies on sneak attack. Yes. Such as our, our salad-bearing rogue. <laughs> <laughs> so, first attack. Oh, it's a natural one. Oh, oh, oh no. Now, Sorry. I need to roll to confirm this, don't I? You do. So we are using the critical fumble deck, Pi's uh, official product. Um, however, I feel that some of them are a little bit too harsh, especially for a first level party. Uh, so we're in, in implementing a, con- a confirmation roll for the critical fumble. Uh, Stu, can you roll d6 for me, please? Oh, d6. If, okay. if it's an odd number, you're drawing a critical fumble. Ah, nice. Oh, it's a six. Oh, he's lucky. Six, hey. six, <laughs> okay, um, and I've got one attack left, so I will try again. Uh, eight. Uh, reduced AC and flat-footed. No, yeah, you, you, still not. You're getting the sense that normally these things have an AC of about 15. They're quite quick. Just notice the skulls in this class. Yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we need to mention that. Stu got us these lovely D6s with skulls in them yeah. as a gift for this. They're very fine. They're not real skulls, just to me. <laughs> yeah. For the people who can't actually see them, that yeah. just sounds like a... I say, if they, if they were, they were the very tiny skulls <laughs> or very big dice. <laughs> Massacred the borrowers. <laughs> I will never get to roll one of these because I need to hit first. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, is that the end of your turn? Or, um, or uh, yeah, because I moved and then two attacks. Did you make two attacks or just the one? No, it was two. You're yeah. Right. No, the first one was nearly a critical one. But... It was, you're right. Uh, okay, so that's the end of Owen's turn. We're back around to Balin. Uh, he comes striding up, uh, sort of covering over a bit of blood from, from the wound woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes for a whack on the, on the, the rat between the, the two of you. And natural 19. It is going to it on the head and bury its brains into the dirt. That rat is done. Nice. Yeah. Right. Uh, Did I miss my head? No, you had to go. So, yeah. Um. Did we? Did. Oh, hang on. You're right. Yeah. We, we did miss you. We'll take that now also. We'll okay. yeah. There's one more rat left. I'm going to set the bastards on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall I roll that? Yeah. So, two actions to produce flame. Okay. And it's 18 plus. Yeah, that's gonna hit. <laughs> Six, isn't it? 24. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, so your spell, the uh, spell attack. Yeah. Six. Uh, 24. Or one off a critical hit. Ah, isn't it yeah. flat-footed? No, because um, it's being flanked oh, it's the other by. One, it's the other one that was flat-footed. Yeah. Ah, right. And okay. it's, it's, it's it's only being flanked by the two of you. It's not flat-footed to everyone. I don't believe. No, right. it's only the people flanking. Okay. Yeah. Um, either way, you, you 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 with a flick of the wrist, you launch this this ball of fire toward the rat, and you hit it. Uh, roll some damage for me. Uh, so one d four. One d four. Plus your uh, casting modifier, which is good. And it's a one plus. So I think that's the one for Rizma is three. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so four. Okay, badly burned but still standing. That rat looking charred, looking crispy. Anything else for your turn or is that it? Um, I'll shoot another crossbow bolt for the luck. Sure, okay, roll the attack. Ah, it doesn't need to reload his crossbow. I think the hand crossbow is okay, but I'm going to check that. Okay. I don't think they have the loading property. Our social game, I have to load mine. Oh, it was long bows, or normal bows. Uh, The hand crossbow does not have the loading tray. Actually, no, I say that. Uh, Neither do any of the crossbows. I think that's a a 5e thing again. I'm so sorry. Uh, Let's have a little look. So I could load the crossbows on action rather than... Yeah, because Ready for next time. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'll load it ready. Sure. Okay. Uh, so that's the end of your, end of your turn. Uh, now we're back round to sole surviving rats. It's going to go for another little nibble of some salad. Bring it. 
Nimble we'll dodge. Oh, ten. That's <laughs> Going health, health and leather at you this time. Bites. Uh, natural 14 minus 4 to 10, plus 7 is 17 to hit. 17, he gets me. Or oh, two points of piercing. Ah. I need a fortitude save from you, please. No. Uh, natural 1, critical yeah. fail. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Oh, this little <laughs> salad guy. <laughs> uh, as he bites into you, uh, you don't feel too good. Oh no. You are <laughs> second one. Not <laughs> again. Second one. What does second one do? Uh, that's a very good question. I, oh, I have some handy condition cards. Do. Stu has bought me a lot of toys to play with, and I'm very grateful. Uh, so, uh, second, you take a status penalty equal to your second value on all your checks and DCs. Ugh. You can't willingly ingest anything, including potions. Ooh. Uh, you can spend an action retching in an attempt to recover, which lets you attempt a fortitude save against the effect that made you sick. Okay. On a success, reduce your second value by one or two on a critical success. Okay. So that's a minus one card for you there, sir. I am. Um, how does a plant retch? Oh. <laughs> We're about to find oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> That's no fun. Mm. Uh, By the way, that is the end of its turn, I believe. That was two actions, wasn't it? Third action, the bike again. 12, uh, minus 8 is 4, 11. 11, no good. No, okay. okay. That's the end of the rat's turn. We are round two, Arbusto. Arbusto. Oh, it don't feel so good. Um, I am... I'm going to spend an action to retch all over this rat. Okay. Arbusto <laughs> just falls forward and just starts coughing up twigs. Um, that's come tumbling out, <laughs> like shaking a bush, and the bird's nest falls out. Okay, you can attempt your fortitude save. Uh, that's more like it. Uh, even with the penalty, that's twenty. Okay, uh, you spend a few seconds retching up all manner of nastiness from inside your guts. Badger runs off. <laughs> That's where Timothy went. <laughs> uh, unless I'm getting disease horribly wrong, I don't think that cures you. Uh, so yeah, so lots of stuff comes out of you. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, curiously, you don't feel any better. Ooh, do I reduce the second condition? Right, second zero uh, for now. I think you do. Okay. Yeah, we'll say for now you, um, you you do suppress the second condition, okay. but you still don't quite feel yourself. Right, let's let's faint at this. I might just faint. <laughs> <laughs> let's faint this rat. There we go. Seventeen on the die as a twenty-three. Against that is a natural one. Natural one. Also. That is a critical. He is flat-footed to everyone for that yeah. one turn until until my next round, uh, and I've got one attack left. I've got one action left. I haven't attacked yet. So I'm gonna bring it in with a rapier. Thank you, Bad Moon. Finally, bringing it in with a 17 against his flat-footed AC. That hits. Roll yes. your damage plus your sneak attack. There we go. <laughs> Finally. Uh, so it's gonna be a one d6. I get a d6 of sneak attack as well, so we get to roll the skull die. So that is ah, uh, it's a free RPG day die, which is a one. Uh, so that's three, four points of damage. Okay, our booster. Tell me how you finish it. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, as it just as it reels back from the. Uh, uh, the piles of refuse that are being vomited on it from the bush. Uh, suddenly, uh, a rapier just flashes out and skewers it through the middle. Um, I hold it back and then just fling it away into the river. Nice. Lovely. 
Okay, well done. You are out of combat. The, all the threats seem to have been dealt with. Can I make a medicine check to cure Arbusto? Uh, do you have healer's tools? I believe you need those to do that. I need a tree surgeon. <laughs> no, but there's only one of us. I've got some potion, but... <laughs> uh, no. Um, I don't have... Uh, it's not in an adventurous pack, is it? Is it in a champion's pack, healer's kit? No. Um, there's no. Some... no, then. There's a minor healing potion in the adventure pack. Oh, What's no, that? no. A healing kit is like... It's kind of like a first aid kit. Right. Rather than a potion. It's a physical healing... Mm. Okay. Um, rather than a magical one. Um, okay, I'll do, uh, lay on hands would cure sickness, wouldn't it? Hang on, I'm just checking... Yeah, no, you, you do need healer's tools to attempt to treat uh, the, the disease itself. Okay, you should have bought those on the way. Never mind. I've got to go and give wrapped as well. Uh, no. Yeah, I'll go somewhere way back to start. Anyway, um, yeah, lay on hands will... Lay on um, hands. Uh, I think it's just hit points. Uh, but the book will correct me, I'm sure. Lay on hands. Your hands become a fused pot of energy. Uh, they restore six hit points and they also gain a plus two bonus to AC per round. Nothing about poison or disease. Uh, no mercy is here. Oh boy. I suspect Beardless is going to be the one who needs the most actual healing. Yeah, mm. I'm actually not that badly hurt. Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, are you badly hurt, Neil? Um. Otto? I'm a bit hurt. More my feelings. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> feelings. Um, I, I, yeah, own that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm more hurt than um. Yeah. Hurt than a buster. Uh, but but beardless is really hurt, isn't he? Um, you you look at him. He's he's, he's hurt. Um, he's looking. He, he's probably about half half his hit points. Yeah. I'll, hmm. Yeah. I'll. I'll uh, do lay on hand with beardless. Okay. Uh, so he gets six hit points back. Is that right? Ah, uh, thank, thank, thank you, my, my, my righteous friend. That's very nice. That's very kind of you. That's fine. Bears trick sometimes. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> Your choice. Yeah. I'm joking. Uh, but very well. It seems this is. Uh, it seems. Did you did you see their eyes? When, when they attacked us. Yeah. Yeah. There's something... It's def- unnatural. Yes, there's definitely something wrong here. Well, um... Are you going to press on? I mean, it would be pretty bad. I, I kind of wish we brought the old guy with us now. Yeah. Yes. Clearly, having somebody at the front and the back is quite successful. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I go at the front. I am undaunted by this. Well, perhaps we should go back and get him. I think we've solved the mystery pretty much, haven't we? I can't this see how it could possibly three. get any more dangerous. Than <laughs> yes. Three giant rats. The worst thing that could possibly happen to anyone is big rats. Yes. Yeah. And we've dealt with it, so... That's right, yeah. No the, no, the glowy thing's still glowing. It's, a, you know, no, let's mm. solve that. Um, I shove the, uh, the wrapping paper into Otto's hands. You've dropped yes. this. Oh, thank you. Why did you even wrap it? <laughs> well, I, I, I just told her it was a gift from my mother. No, it's it like it wrapped, and I had to say yes to her. Cost me two copper coins for nothing for something I didn't even really want. Just to that is modern culture. Maintain the pretense. Did anyone see where Mandatra went? Yeah, you're going to pick that up. <laughs> make, a, make, a, make a perception check. That is natural waste. <laughs> natural 20! Uh, yeah, you see, you see your badger. Um, it's kind of clinging to the roof out in fear. It, it, it saw these rats and obviously it, it, it just come out of you. It's pretty, it's pretty terrified badger. It's kind of scurrying at the wall. It's stuck there on the ceiling. I, I, uh, I dip my hat to it and say, Go in peace, my friend. I will never forget the time we spent together. Uh, the badger does not uh, respond to, to you. No, I don't speak badger. I mean, it was a total <laughs> coincidence that it was there in the first place. 
So you're, you're not looking terribly well. I'm sorry, I can't no. really think about that. But um, would, would, would a little resty help? I, I wouldn't mind a little resty. Because um, I actually wouldn't mind ten minutes prayer to get my focus point back. Okay. Would rest help? It will not. Uh, well, it, uh, I don't think it'll help. It basically, I've got to wait until the next tick of it, until the next thing, and then I'll get to make another save to to see what happens. But that depends what the uh, sort of onset time of it is. Hopefully, now that we've got through that bit, we've got like a day before it gets worse. Um, but okay. if I suddenly start looking like if my eyes start glowing purple or I start sort of <laughs> squeaking, <laughs> just be aware. They kill me on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have my, my fire spell <laughs> Set you on fire. <laughs> what a friend's fool. As, as you as you mention uh, this uh, the violet eyes again. Um, you take a look further down the tunnel and you can see um, this pulsing purple light uh, further down the tunnel mm. in the direction that you were travelling. Can I take a look at the rats, uh, the bodies, um, and just try and see if they're... Are these normal rats who seem to have been changed? Are they sort of magic... Are they, are they completely alien-looking? Um, uh, roll a nature check for me. Okay. Uh, that's a 22. Uh, yeah, you can quite clearly see that uh, these are normal rats that appear to have been corrupted in some way. Mm. Has the light gone out of their eyes now we've killed them? Uh, the light has gone out. Okay. I think these were, uh, I think these creatures were here already or wandered in from the river and were mm. corrupted somehow. Perhaps by the ghoul. Oh. We should be careful. Yes. We, we won't turn in the coup. Press on. Oh, no. Yes. Watching both is that, but yes. Pressing on. Do you want to pray to your god of beer and wine? No. no let's, let's do that in the pub later. Yes. An excellent suggestion. You press on. Okay. So you're you're sure, because I'm quite happy to go and pray. Uh, uh, <laughs> are, you, are you continuing on down the tunnel? I think we are. Yes, yeah. yes. Same party order? What is it with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what about you, Balon? You, uh, you with us? Of course I'm with you. Not, not good to miss a good adventure just because of some rats. Mm-hmm. It was oh. I, I think it means you're happy being right to the back. Well, it worked out for us last time. But if uh, somebody, not so much for you, you nearly got killed. <laughs> if, if, if somebody else wishes to take my place, I won't object. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All good. I'm happy with that. <laughs> okay. Funnily enough. <laughs> okay, uh, so you, you continue further down this uh, this tunnel. Um, again, still being quite careful not to step directly in this pool of water. Um, and you, 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 you travel down the tunnel for another 75 feet. Uh, so as mentioned before, it's quite a long tunnel you're in. Um, and the tunnel leads... Into it leads through a broken wall of worked stone. Uh, a small stream uh, that feed, uh, the stream that feeds the river appear, appears to emerge from kind of underneath um, this this stone foundation. Um, and the, the water here at this point, um, it's a thick, dirty grey. Like you can't, um, you wouldn't really be able to tell that it was water just by looking at it. Mm. Uh, in some areas, the rock walls of the tunnel have eroded away, and you can actually see um, some of these strange black pillars appearing through the other sides. Mm. These look weird. Mm. Anybody know what these are? Yeah, it's a strange black pillars. Ah, I was wondering. Mm. Okay. They do appear to be metallic. Oh. Oh. That is not natural. How far away are we from them? Oh, these have been kind of periodically in the wall. Mm, okay. I'm going to tap one with the handle of the rapier. Okay. Uh, you tap it. There's a there's a slight sound of metal on metal. Um, nothing appears to happen. It's a metal of some description. Mm. Are they magical? Well, I did detect some magic. I'll, I'll try again. I'll do my uh, magical detection... Uh, Magic. 
you cast Detect Magic and uh, you get a s strong feeling of magic uh, from the room that you're about to enter. Uh, the pillars right. themselves don't, uh, don't radiate any magic. Right. We should take a look, I think. Mm. Mm. My crossbow is loaded. Yeah, I'm going to get the longbow ready. Rapier okay. and dagger out. And okay. I'm going to go stealth. Okay, roll me a stealth check. up to the door. There's another three from the bad moon there. <laughs> For a total of eight. Okay. Um, I'm so sneaky. <laughs> so sneaky. <laughs> I shit the badges back. <laughs> Yeah, there is uh, there is no door. Um, okay. It's kind of um, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like, imagine a, a stone wall, a work stone wall. Uh -huh. uh, it's kind of broken. Uh, okay. Broken wall. Okay. Uh, but you you can see uh, that the, this glowing light it appears in the chamber the chamber beyond you. Okay. Well, I very badly creep up to it and have a uh, a peer through to see what's going on in there. Okay. Uh, you see. As you has, as you sort of peek into this room, you see you're in quite a you're in quite a wide chamber. It's maybe forty feet um, by forty feet. It's a square. It's a square room, um, more or less the dimensions of the tower that you'd seen from outside. So you gather that you there's a good chance that you're in the basement of of Starsong Tower. Um, what you see on your left immediately is uh, a cracked stone altar that appears to be carved with. Uh, religious iconography uh, stands before a ruined statue of the goddess uh, Yomade. Uh, the statue's head has been broken off and black liquid flows from cracks in its body onto the floor. Uh, the liquid pulls around a large black spire, very similar to these pillars that you've just, you've just seen on the outside, uh, that juts out of the floor in the centre of the chamber and reaches up like a great big claw. Uh, stairs to the north northeast lead up, and collapsed stone from the floor and walls of the level above uh, spreads in the southeast corner of the of, of the chamber. Uh, and in the centre of the room, from the spire, from the, the claw spire itself, there's a beam of violet light shooting shooting up that appears to be focused through a hole in the, in the tower above. Ooh. Uh, you also notice uh, lying on the floor. Uh, is what appears to be a human. Uh, they do not appear to have noticed you. I turn around and just signal to everyone else, one person, uh, and then uh, creep very slowly towards them across the room. Okay. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, as you uh, start to move into the room, uh, you get a better look at this individual. And they're lying on the ground, uh, sort of arms outstretched towards this spire, um, almost as though they're in, they're, in, they're in prayer or worship of some kind. Huh. Uh, and you take, you take a look at what she's wearing, and she's wearing very similar armour to Balin. Interesting. I, uh, God. Ooh. I uh, uh, I put my weapons behind my back and okay. I just approach and uh, excuse me, miss. She shoots up. <gasps> Are you here to worship the light as well? Uh, see, <laughs> this is why we are here. Yes, come. we're here to worship the light. Are we not? Come. Just me. Come, come, join me. Come, join me. She, she, she motions for you to come and join her. How long have you been worshipping the light here? As long as I can remember. And you get a better look and as, as she turns to face you, you see that um, her eyes are totally black, like a glossy black. Oh good. And this strange black ichor, very similar to what you saw in the water, is leaking from her eyes all down her face. Mm. That's a really good idea that we're doing here. I see it's had quite the effect on you. Yes, come, 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 worship the light. The light, the, the light always wants new followers. Come, I'll show you. That's a very good idea. Please show me how you worship the light. 
and uh, she she gets back down into the same position that you, you saw her in a second ago, and she she resumes her her prayer or meditation or whatever she was doing. I uh, I, I I stand by her looking as cute as possible and kind of glance over at the wall where everyone else is. Uh, and then shrug and just hit her on the back of her head with the blood, with the pummels of both weapons. <laughs> okay. Um, roll me an attack. That's that's the voice that gems do when the players do something really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, you're doing that. <laughs> It's when you've gone into the sidebar of the adventure of like, they won't do this, but if they do... When you say you hit him with the pummels, does that mean you're going for non-lethal Yeah, damage? that's the idea. I'm going for a, going for a knockout here. Yeah. Um, that is a... Um, that is a 21. Uh, I can slap footed. <laughs> Wrong damage. <laughs> with, with sneak attack, because she's on, prone on the floor. Excellent. <laughs> Take some of that. Snake eyes! <laughs> Thank you for that. So three points of damage. Uh, regardless, from, from, from looking at her, you gather that she was in quite a weakened state beforehand. And as you sort of just dig the gentle on the back of her head, she collapses face down. Cool. I, uh, I look back to the, um, to the crack in the wall. It's clear! And don't wave in. Could I take a knowledge religion check to see if I know what's going on with all this black eye leaking everywhere? Uh, roll a, a religion check. from what you can see. Um, there's something nagging in the back of your head. Um, a story that uh, some of the folk around Hel Heldron used to tell. You can't quite place, place it. Something to do with a, with, a, with a crusade of some kind. I'll, I'll share that for what it's worth. Kind of, mm. I've also kind of gestures at the person on the floor and just shrugs. <laughs> uh, doesn't know what to do. Balin ba eventually brings up the rear and uh, pulls up here. Well, I'll, I'll go in too. Yeah. Cool, cause that's, uh, have, have you found something? Uh, see? Yeah. Oh, light be praised. Yes. That's one of mine. Oh, good. Good. Is, is, was, was she like this when you found her? See. <laughs> Roll a deception. <laughs> uh, crack die. Ah, it's worse. That's only a ten. <laughs> he, he sort of looks around. Um, doesn't, he doesn't see your dagger, so you've, you've hidden them behind your back. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, oh my, well, I do hope she's all right. And he, he goes down to, to turn her over. Uh, and as he turns her over and he sees um, the face, he... Oh, God, what's, what's, what's wrong with her? That's a weird face. I think yeah. the same thing that happened to the rats. She wasn't like that before. Alice, <laughs> uh, it's true, we don't know. <laughs> Al Alice, can you hear me? And he, start, he starts slapping her to try and wake her up. And she starts to, starts to stir. He's definitely the first person in this room to hit her. I got to say that. <laughs> Did she have the glowy eyes? The eyes were kind of just yeah. glossy black. Oh no, this is oh, the character. Oh, oh, it's no, the it's, character. The, uh, it's the black uh, things. Ah, uh, so it's not the same then. No. no. Uh, can I take a mes medicine check to see what might be wrong with her? Sure, roll medicine check. Uh, 22. Uh, yeah, you, you, you take a second to examine her, and particularly um, around her eyes where this stuff is pouring from, and you gather that um, whatever has happened to her isn't natural, um, but it definitely seems to be as a result of exposure to whatever this substance is, or perhaps this room. You don't know. I think the best thing to do is to get her out of here. 
I don't think this, this place is corrupted. a good idea. But uh, who is this god with no head? Uh, you recognise, um, from the rest of the shape, you recognise this as Yermadai. Well, it was Yermadai, but it's not anymore. Mm. Some strange thing happening here. So the, the the goo is coming. It's just coming out of the cracks, isn't it? It's not like there's not pipes or anything. It's not being mechanically delivered. <coughs> yeah, it, it just it just seems to be oozing out of the rock of the statue. Oof. Is the head around anywhere? Um, you gather that some of the rubble on the floor used to be the head. Ah, so I'll just pick it up, plonk it back up. This is some bad mojo. This. Not very good. Uh, where, what is the leading off of this room? Or is this there's a staircase, isn't it? Yeah, there's a staircase to the northeast uh, leading up, um, and that's it, aside from where you uh, where you came in. Is is the door on this um, the door that we chose not to go through because it had a glow and everyone who went through it disappeared? Uh, is that on this level? Uh, uh, you don't see, see a door. Okay, so need to go mm. further I need to go up. What do we do? Oh, so we're, we're, we're basement level. We See. need to go up to ground level. Ah, yes. Yes. We're underground. Do we send her outside first? Uh, or I, um, yes, no, yes. I don't know. We could Maybe, her up. Ah, uh, yes, good idea. Yes. Nothing, yeah, because then we'll go up to the ground level and go out that, that door all the time. Yes. We'll have solved the mystery by then, so we'll just take her along with us. Who's going to carry her? Well, I'll just leave it down here but tied up. We'll come back for it later. The classic adventuring solution. <laughs> yes, we'll leave it here. Nothing bad can happen to anyone when you're not watching them. Ever. Uh, as, as you say this, um, Balin um, says, yes, okay, it's, it seems like a good idea, but... Um, if you don't mind, she she is one of my one of my guards. I'd like to stay here and make sure she's all right. Lost. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I'm not sure you mean much use to her, really. I mean, maybe you'd be more useful to us. We'll come back for it later. Ah. Uh, no, we should. Because there, there's there's five or six other guards lying around somewhere, aren't there? We need to. We send them back down to you when we find them. Yes, uh, yes, yes. You make camp here, and we'll yeah, we'll be fine. All right. Well, don't be too long. If you're more than more than an hour, I'll uh, I'll assume something bad's happened to you as well. Assumes the worst a lot. And then, having assumed the worst, what what will you do? Will you leave by the tunnel, or will you come after us? Or well, uh, I'll say I'll first I'll get Alice out of here, and then I'll return, possibly with more adventures. Who knows? There seems to be a lot of them in these parts at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> It's just been this pile of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, off we go. Uh, before we head the stairs, uh, can you give me a perception check? Yes. It's a 13 for our booster. Okay. Eight. So is it 13 plus? Uh, plus your perception. Oh, right. So, S- uh, plus four for perception, so 17. Oh, okay, yeah. S- 17. Okay. Uh, again, Otto and Abusto, you notice, um, as you're turning to leave upstairs, on the altar with uh, the broken statue, um, there is what appears to be um, a golden bowl and uh, a statue of Yomaday. Y- y- hmm. You feel like you feel like they might be worth something. Kaching. Yes, a lot of suspension. Yes. You want the statue or the bowl? I'll take the bowl. Okay. Take the statue. Okay. You take. Well, sorry, is that a bowl or a bowl? A bowl. Like a collection dish. Mm. That sort of thing. (laughs) Nothing over there. Yeah, what are you talking about down there? Okay. Nothing, I'm just readjusting my rucksack. Hero stuff. Okay. Okay, so you climb the stairs? Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, You climb up the stairs um, that were to the northeast, uh, and as you uh, come into this room, uh, 
the first thing you see, again, you can see this strange violet light um, seemingly coming up from the hole in the centre of the room, the, the, from, 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 the, from the ground. Um, at the back of the room, kind of in front of you to your right, uh, there is um, quite a large ornate throne. Um, and that is flanked along the length of the, the length of the, of the, of the room uh, with uh, some statues of um, they appear to be heroic figures, um, you know, swords raised high and shields aloft, all that sort of thing. Uh, around the walls, um, there is quite a lot of rotting plaster. So whatever decoration was once done to this place starts to rot away, and you can see beneath it um, there's a number of mosaic uh, motifs mm. running all the way around the inside. Uh, stairs to the northwest, so on the opposite, opposite side of the room, uh, lead up, and, and the stairs that you just come down obviously lead down. Uh, the floor and ceiling have collapsed in the southeast corner, so the rubble you, you saw beforehand and the roof above you have all collapsed into one into itself. Um, and you, you look up and there's another hole in the ceiling. It seems like this place has been designed to funnel this, this energy of some kind. What was this place before it was uh, before it was whatever it is now? Do we know? Sour. Yes, but it must have been made built for something. What did the villagers use it for? Uh, you can give me an intelligence check. That will not go well. Look <laughs> at <laughs> that. It's better than me making it. That's a, that's a 15. Okay. Uh, you think for a second um, from the, some of the stories that you picked up on. Um, it's largely legend, legend lore. Um, you gather that when this place was first built, um, it was, you, you're not entirely sure why it was built, but you know that it was at one point. Uh, reclaimed by an order of knights loyal to Yomaday, uh, who um, basically uh, they they conquered some evil within the tower, and then they transformed it into a place of holiness and a place of light um, that acted as a beacon and a calming influence on on, on, on the tower. Hmm. So it is a beacon. Uh, I relate to the group. Um, so. Perhaps this beacon has been uh, reclaimed by whatever was here before. Mm. It is evil that's returned. Mm. 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 Not good. We should uh, examine examine the room. Okay. Uh, and the throne. Uh, as you start to move into the room, um, the smell of rotting flesh hits your nostrils. Oh, no. Sweet mm. smell of uh, decaying, decaying meat. And you, you take a closer look, and you can see three vaguely humanoid shapes on the floor in front of you. Ready about. So, uh, Balon, are they wearing the same? You recognise these? Uh... Uh, Balon is downstairs. Oh, of course he is, yes. Um, but you, you, you look at the armour, and the way the light glints on it, they look pretty similar. Hmm. I've got a feeling they're dead, but not dead. Uh. I don't like this. I was afraid you'd say something like that. Sort of a not deadish. Yes. Can uh, you see if they are breathing from here? Uh, how far away from the line? A safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I'll go and check. Right. And I'm going to put, before I do, I'm going to put my bow draw the rapier. Sure. Yeah. It's stupid, but I'm not. Draw hand crossbow. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go with the rapier drawn. Okay, to check. You step forward to check uh, what might remain of these uh, possibly lost souls. And as you get within 10 feet of the first one, there is a and two of the bodies, including the one nearest to you, will shift and stand up. And as they turn to face you, you see a familiar violet light burning in their eyes. Ah, Stry, is they're they're not violet zombies. They're not necessarily unfriendly. <laughs> That's all Ross Manishka, folks. Ah, they're unfriendly! <laughs> 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 
Tales from the Twenty Side is a Feeble Films production in association with Juicy Falls, music by Mazar Ryback from hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthetwentyside.com.